Hello and welcome to the Coding Moments podcast. I'm Andy Brown at Clinical Andy on Twitter, and here is Dr. Matthew Holt. Hello. It um, feels like it's been a long time since we've spoken, but actually, for anybody listening, you're probably thinking, "What are you guys doing, putting so many podcasts out?" I know somebody described it earlier quite nicely as uh, it's been like Christmas, but in January. Yeah, we like to phase our Christmas a bit differently. Yeah, to be honest, we just couldn't be asked over Christmas. So um, here, have all the seasonal specials <laughs> in the middle of July. All in one week, <laughs> all at once. Yeah. Enjoy. Well, I hope you've enjoyed them. It's been fun doing that. Yeah, so, so I suppose this is a bit of, I want to say resuming normal service, but technically we don't really have a normal service. This is just probably one of our more random updates just on what we've been thinking about a few announcements and bits and pieces that are going on. Yeah, that sounds good to me. I quite like that. Yeah, and I think I think I want to start off and just mention Scotch Corner. Oh yeah, I pet Glaswegian. Yes, he's um he's, he's been doing a fine job, and he hit a one year anniversary. We celebrated his birthday, or well, the, the you know the page's birthday, not his birthday. He's a little bit older than the year. It doesn't act it. Um, no, but <laughs> we'll be nice to him. But yeah, he's uh, writing loads of reviews for the Scottish Sun, and they're very kindly letting us publish everything. And it's yeah, it's going well. It's going really well, and we appreciate everybody's support, and, and Stu does in particularly, and all the feedback he gets. So, we've given a load of stuff away. Are we going to put this podcast out before the end of the comps? Friday. That's my aim. In that case, then, I can't tell you what all the prizes are, because we've not revealed them yet. We can tell you what two of them are. Two of them, or three of them, technically. The first one, we gave away Cat's Quest and Gears of War 4, and Square Freak won those. Well done, fella. And as we speak, the competition's been live for probably about 10 hours to win a copy of Forza Motorsport 7. And there will be another prize uh, going live after this podcast has come out then. Excellent. When does, when does the next prize go live? The next prize will go live on Saturday the 20th of January. And I think we're going to run that for about four days uh, to give away the last one. I can give a tiny clue. Can we trail what it's going to be? We can't trail what it's going to be. Because this, this will come out on Friday afternoon. No, no, I'm keeping it a secret. We've not revealed it. However, I can say that you will actually have to be UK-based to win this prize because it's physical. Well, that means it's an actual thing. It's an actual thing. It's an actual limited edition thing as well. So all the Twitter speculation about it being a pair of Stuart's underpants could be accurate. Oh, could could be true, yeah. yeah, yeah, Limited edition. That's why he doesn't wash them. Oh, jeez. Precisely. (laughs) You're a monster. So, anyway, happy birthday, Scotch Corner. And, yeah, keep on coming back and, and reading the reviews each week. Okay, cool. Yeah, so if, uh, if you want to check out what he's been writing, uh, then go to codecmoments.com. Why else are we here? <laughs> well, what do you want to do first? Do you want to do games or do you want to do tech? I want to do tech. You want to do tech? Right, okay. Is tech more interesting or is games more interesting? I think tech's more interesting. What's better to finish on? Oh, I don't know. Do you want to finish on a high or do you want to finish let's on a finish meh? finish on a high. Okay, so should we do the games first then? <laughs> yeah. Go back to the principle when we were DJing. Always send them out wanting more, singing your last thing. Yeah, good point. Good point. Okay, so let's go with the games then, because to be honest, you might not want any of these. What I noticed right from the first week of January <laughs> is um, we hit the new year, and I suddenly started getting a load of press releases for racing games I'd never, never known were in production um, that are due to come out Really soon. Just out of interest, while we're talking about random January press releases, did you get the one for genital jousting? No. Because I don't know <laughs> I don't know whether this is an actual thing or whether I'm having some kind of surreal fever dream. 
I do know it's an actual game. What? Why? How? I, I don't know. Um, I have watched... I've watched a trailer for it today. It must have just flashed up on the feed, and, and I saw a trailer for it, but I don't know much about it. It's one of those things you can't... If you see a link or something, you can't really do it at can't, work. Can't really unsee it. No. No, I don't think you can. So go on then. If you've opened that can of worms, what is gentle jousting then? Well, give me a second. I'll do some uh, extensive research. Not your work computer, is it? It's <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> yeah, I, long and the short of it is I don't have a clue what genital jousting is actually all about. And you're not prepared to do much Googling for it? No, I mean, I, I can only assume it's a game that's completely developed around a very loose pun. If anybody out there has played it and are listening to this or about to play it or even knows exactly what it is, that we can avoid corrupting our search engines. Just tell I've, us. I've Googled it now. Uh, genital jousting. Genital. Oh, Jesus. Genital. Genital. Oh, I can't even say it. Genital jousting is an online and local multiplayer party game about flaccid penises and wiggly anuses. Okay. Oh, it's not even innuendo. I, I just don't even know why this would exist. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's subject for another podcast. You can do some proper research. You can find out why it exists. And uh, you can explain to the lovely ladies and gentlemen, this is what it is. It's just, yeah. Oh my God, why is this a thing? And to move on? Yeah. You were the one that interjected that, so that's your own fault. <laughs> yeah, right, thanks. <laughs> so, before you rudely interrupted me with some genital jousting. <laughs> for now, for now. Yeah. I was talking about the the amount of press releases I saw for racing games. I'd never heard of. First up, it looks like Milestone have been pretty busy. They've got two games coming in February. And Milestone, if you remember, made our favourite Frenchman's game from a couple of years ago. Ah, Sebastien. Yes. Hello. He's back. Uh, They're coming out with Monster Energy Supercross, which is the official video game of Monster Energy Supercross. (laughs) Of course it is. Because it wouldn't be anything else. And I've I've played a couple of the motocross games in the past. I reviewed one a few years back. And they're not bad fun. And this one, they're really selling the official element of it. You know, um, riders' likenesses, graphical enhancements, everything else. But managing to slightly hide some of the gameplay in the stuff that they're promoting. So I'm not entirely sure what it's going to be like. But they... If, if you like motocross games, I, I do tend to think they do reasonably well with them. So could be one worth checking out. I imagine it might be bargain bin fairly quickly if it doesn't come out at a reduced price. Uh, Monster Energy Supercross is out in February, I believe. 13th, it's launching. PS4, Xbox One, PC, and Switch. There you go. So if you like motocross and Monster Energy drinks, then Monster Energy Supercross, the official video game, is probably for you. We need a tacky sponsorship tie-in like that, don't we? You'd never get Monster. Oh, maybe not Monster. We might get Ginsters. <laughs> Greg's <laughs> brought to you by Sausage Rolls. Codec Moments podcast in association with a chicken slice. <laughs> yeah, but we could give away steak bakes for Codec Momentum then. That's amazing. So anyway, back on with Milestone. Uh, and <laughs> the rather rather weak and brief explanation of what Monster Energy Supercross was. Um, actually, the game I'm more interested in is Gravel, which looks to be... I'd, I'd said from first description, it's basically just another rallying game. But actually, it looks to be more of the um, sort of land rush events from 
the dirt games. It's multi-car track racing, but it's off-road racing. And it does look pretty good. There's a couple of gameplay videos kicking around on YouTube. Um, and it yeah, it looks like it might be quite interesting. I, and in fairness, I don't think the videos do it justice because they're trying to show everything off. They're showing off the car modelling and the tracks and everything else, but they're doing it from the, the third-person camera angle, which I always think gives a horrific sense of speed in a racing game. You feel like you're crawling along and you don't really get the experience, I think, of actually being either at the front of the car or in the, in the actual cabin. But it does look quite intriguing. The only concern is, have they used the same handling model that they used in Sebastian Loeb's rally? Hello! Because it was a little bit woolly. It didn't have the precision you wanted for a rallying game. But then, countering that, this is going to be more about barging people off the track, sliding around corners. Do you need it to be quite as precise if you're just going to ram off somebody's bumper to get around the corner? It is an outrageous statement to say that my racing game was not precise. Yes, it also wasn't voiced by you, Sebastian, but... <laughs> Neither am I. You put your name to it. <laughs> so, Gravel, yeah, 27th of February, coming on the PS4, Xbox One and PC. Yeah, I think I think as a multiplayer racer, this could be a bit of fun. I really do. Um, and, there's, yeah, like I said, there's some decent uh, gameplay footage as well, so you can get to grips with what's happening on that. All right, sounds fun. I can't play yeah. it, obviously. No, no, because, you know, you're a shame. You don't get to play any of these yet. Well, not until next January. And then the third one I got through in the same week, and also another Deep Silver production, I think, and Milestone, I'm sure I have some kind of link, unless they're just the same PR company. But Deep Silver, along with Big Moon Entertainment, are doing a Dakar rally game. It's going to be called Dakar 18. Right, where's Dead Island 2? You've just been reading the YouTube comments, haven't you? <laughs> so for the benefit of the listeners, I've been watching the trailer for the game, which it is a CGI trailer, so it's another one hiding the gameplay, and it does make it look like it's Mad Max. But you know, if, if they get the essence of the game across uh, and it represents the actual Dakar rally, it could be quite interesting. If they take out the end of the world and the fighting and everything. Oh, yeah, yeah, remove all of that and just have you know high-tech cars whipping across desert landscapes. And quite... You know, quite varied landscapes. Watch, watch the trailer because it's worth a worth a check out. Um, but the first, the first comment that must have gone up within seconds of the video is just, "Where the f- is Dead Island 2? I mean, seriously, it's not your priorities, that fellow. If that's the best comment you want to put on a on a YouTube video, anyway. Dakar 18. The downside with this one is it doesn't have a release date, and like I said, it hides all the gameplay. So it could be absolutely terrible, or it could be cracking. But to the Best of my knowledge, have we ever had a Dakar game? Quickly Googles to find out. Wait, I was going to say, when, when you say the best of your knowledge, do you mean Google's knowledge? So the best of my knowledge, I've never seen a, a Dakar rally game. However, there have been some. I'm not made <laughs> there of was the <laughs> There was Paris Dakar rally, um, but that was back on the PS2. It appears to have been a very long time since we actually had one. That could be, that could be really interesting. Because rally games have come a long way since 2002. Um, and we could get some decent stuff out of that. It just struck me as uh, just, just a surprise. A load of racing games coming that are probably going to fly under the radar for the most part. Um, and there's potential there. Definitely, definitely for Gravel to be pretty decent. I think Monster Energy Supercross will probably be reasonable if you're into the sport and if you, you, you're into the scene. To be honest, mate, if you drink enough Monster Energy, anything would seem like a good game. Well, yeah. 
once you've hit that high. The shiny tin foil from a Kit Kat wrapper would seem like the best thing in the world. <laughs> and Dakar 18, that could be quite good as well. So whilst we're going for best things in the world, because this is a bit of breaking news today, because you know when I tell you what this is, that it will be, without doubt, the best thing in the world. You ready? Yeah, go on. Fox Next Games, that are Fox Studios, um, that looks after gaming, has bought Cold Iron Studios to start work on a new Alien game. And it's going to be a shooter. Ooh. And it's going to explore areas of the universe that fans have never gotten to experience before. Oh, like, like what? Well, it doesn't say. That's it. Yeah. That, that's all we know, that Fox are basically going to make an alien shooter with a studio that has never actually released a title itself. Fox as in Kojima's Fox? No, no, no. As in Fox, 20th Century Fox. Oh, right. Sorry. I thought, I thought okay, yeah. So they bought a studio that have never released a game under their own name to take on a franchise which is notoriously bad for producing decent games to then give us a game. It's got success written all over it. It has. I told you, best thing ever. It won't be a Colonial Marines. <laughs> I had it in my mind that it was like, you know, Kojima was going to be funding some kind of alien shooter and I thought, you know, that that it, we, it would probably never arrive, but it would be amazing. <laughs> 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 the trailers were stunning, wouldn't About they? Eight, eight hours long, each cutscene, but that'd be all right. Um, no, I, no, I can see your concerns with this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I, I think it's nice that we're going to continue getting Alien games. I think if you're going to plough your money anywhere, if you were Fox Next, chuck it to Creative Assembly and get them to make a shooter. Alien Isolation was superbly realised, no matter how bloody terrifying it was. It was superbly realised, and I think that's where your money would have to go. They've got the recognised game already, but you're chucking it to another place, which, you know, I'll, you know, I'll give them credit. There's people who work in there who have worked on Bioshock Infinite, Doom, Borderlands, Metroid, City of Heroes, Star Trek Online. They've got people with great talent, but it's not instilling confidence right off the bat, is it? This, this makes me want to get hammered and play Colonial Marines. Yeah, I quite fancy that. <laughs> I don't have it anymore, but... <laughs> Nor do I. Still come January 2019. Yeah, I'm sure I could pick it up for about 50p somewhere. But you mentioned the magic word, Kojima. Yes, Kojima-san. And it also appears today that the, since we're mentioning Kojima, even though it's not related to him, um, Metal Gear Survive appears to have gone into beta. Do you know, I've been watching some gameplay videos and I've, I've been very down on it since it was announced. But yeah, the part of me that bought that Resident Evil co-op shooter is making me think, yeah, I wouldn't mind playing that with some friends. Which Resident Evil co-op shoot was this? Was this um, was it Operation Umbrella or? I thought we got that for free with PS Plus. Did we or did we buy it? Did we? Did we spend money on we that? We may have bought it. Oh God, I hope we did. I hope we didn't buy that. Was it? Is it Operation Raccoon City? Operation, Operation Raccoon, Raccoon City. City. Yeah, we didn't buy it. Did I'm sure we? Sure, we might have done. I thought it was plus fodder. I thought that was the only reason we no, played I, it, and I, that was awful. I seriously think it was January sale time. God, that was terrible. I think I deleted it after the first game. We it was had. really bad, yeah. But but it's the yeah. it's the same. It's that same instinct that's making me think. Oh yeah, Metal Gear Survive looks all right. And it's <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's just maybe it's just a function of the year of shame and that I've I've not impulse bought anything yet and I'm starting to get a bit twitchy. So so go on then from from the videos you've seen because I've not watched any gameplay videos from the beta. What what is it showing us? What I've seen is it's it's basically taking the uh, taking the MGS five kind of mechanics 
adding in a bit of world building and crafting, kind of similar to, oh, what was that survival game you were playing a couple of months back? I think you hated it. Oh, the absolutely terrible one. Yeah. (laughs) Seven Days to Die. That might have been it. So it's kind of, I think, imagine that crossed with MGS5 and the outside outside Xbox team have been doing a couple of things on it. So basically imagine just crafting a fence, putting it in front of a couple of wanderers, as they're called in uh, in this, not zombies, obviously, and then jabbing them with a stick. I've not really seen the co-op stuff yet. It does look like it, it could be amusing, and if you... If you get into the more outlandish crafting and the weapons and the things that the MGS series is is kind of better known for, it could be a lot of fun. Jury's out on that one. It is. It is, because for me, at least, you've used the wrong comparison, because that Seven Days to Die was absolutely Yeah, I, I think dying. I'm just trying to bring in the, the crafting survival so, so element. Are we thinking, oh, what was that one? Was it Storm Warning or something? Um how to survive? survive. Mm. And I know it's a different because um, that was kind of an isometric sort of view. That 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 crafting and survival you, mechanic in that dealing with the zombies. I think you basically you start out with nothing. You've got to you've got to recover memory boards to enable you to do your research and craft more things and better things. But you've also got to manage yeah. your um, your stamina and your health through food and water. Oh, okay. the, the the hungry noise from MGS three makes a return. <laughs> and there's some snakes. If you played MGS three, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. If you haven't, that would yeah. just be the most obscure thing in the world. But no, I'm in fairness because we saw the first initial announcement and all the other bits. I've just avoided everything since that point. So didn't even realise, despite the title, that it was actually a survival game. I just thought it was some kind of co-op zombie killing fun fest or lack of fun fest because the initial stuff did not portray it well at all. Maybe maybe that is something a bit different than that. I'm I'm going I'll probably watch the videos. It does see what it's about. I don't know um, as I've only watched the outside Xbox stuff and I don't know whether it's the capture they've done but it doesn't look of great quality. It looks muddy. I'll check them out. I'll check them out and see what it's like. But it's not um it's not jumping to the top of my want to buy list. No, I could, I could see that. So, think of a segue. Yeah, absolutely. Well, speaking of top of the to buy list, oh, do you want to move to tech? Go on then. So, it, as top of my to buy list, because I pre-ordered one today, Amazon have finally given the UK a release date for the Echo Spot. Echo Spot. Oh, I'm so yes. excited. Yeah, so 24th of January, they finally released them in the UK. So the US have had them for a while. Um, if you don't know what an Echo Spot is, it's a, one of the new Echo devices that basically is sold to you as an alarm clock, really. Yeah, was it, was it September it, or October? We were talking, it was ages ago, wasn't it? And um, we ran sure through the new, September. the new Echo lineup, and it was this spot that really leapt out at us, but they, they weren't releasing in the UK at that point. So it's finally coming over. Yeah. How much? So it's coming over. It's 119 pounds. So it's not cheap. It's not ridiculously expensive because when we say it's an alarm clock, it is a proper glorified alarm clock. It is a full display on the front of it that will do video uh, and everything else. It's the Echo Assistant, and it will have inbuilt speakers. Whether it's a Bluetooth speaker, I don't know. I, I Actually, we ought to check that as we're talking. 
do it now. It's it's kind of reminiscent of a magic it, eight ball with a an LCD screen, isn't it? It is. It is. And and yeah, we did the show after the Amazon announcements. I'm sure it was September. I think I think it was right at the end of September. Yeah. Yeah. At that point, I'd already been. I think I've talked about this before, but we'll bore you again with it. I'd been looking for an alarm clock anyway, and so I thought, yeah, that'll do. That'll do the job. That would be absolutely perfect. I've obviously carried on. I've been waiting for the release. I've carried on using my phone as my alarm clock, as most people do. And recently, the, with the latest Android update, it's absolutely knackered the alarm clock. It's hit and miss whether it even goes off in the morning, which is not good. And I've had a couple of dashed journeys to work because of it. So to then see this announcement, the day of the last failure of my alarm to go off, I just went, yeah, buy more. It was like a, like a sign, wasn't it? It was, it was. And to answer the question from before, yes, you can connect it to a Bluetooth speaker, but it does not have a built-in speaker that you can Bluetooth to. So it hasn't got a speaker? It's got a built-in speaker, but you can't, you can't Bluetooth a device to it. But you can connect to an external Bluetooth speaker. So it'll be a little tinny speaker that's built in, not designed to play anything, so you can connect it to something else if you want. Like turtles on top of turtles. It has Bluetooth. <laughs> it will connect to something. I, honestly, I don't care. As long as I can drop in on your bedroom in the middle of the night, I'm going to find that incredibly amusing. No, I'm going to. The first thing I'm going to be doing is finding out the restrictions. No, no, you <laughs> can't. No, I have to be able to drop in so I can give you subliminal messages in the middle of the night. No way. I want you to no wake up way. in the morning, stretch, and go. I am a strong, confident woman. <laughs> That's a Friends gag. If anyone, if anyone hasn't had the opportunity to watch um, all ten series of Friends or whatever it is uh, on almost constant repeat for the past decade, that was a, that was a Friends gag. There can't be many people in the world who haven't seen that. Now that it's on Netflix as well, yeah, it does everything that the standard Echo does. Plus, has a video screen. I'm I'm really looking forward to it because we we have um, the Echo remote sat in the bedroom to operate the lights and very and the heating and bits and pieces. There's just something damn inconvenient about having to press a button to do things when all you want to do is talk. So, so, so I think this will be quite handy. Well, there you go. So if you want to help me out with my campaign to create my very own Manchurian candidate, my um, my very own Treadstone, Blackbriar, whatever you want to call it. If you're going to turn me into Jason Bourne, I might let you have access. Uh, Somehow I don't think that's going to yeah, happen. Get in, get in touch um, <laughs> via Twitter and let me know exactly how I should brainwash Matt in the middle of the night through subliminal uh, messaging via his Amazon Echo show. Spot. Yay! Well, I got a new piece of technology today. Go on then. Go on. So, go on. What have you got? What have you got? I've got a new car. Oh, what is it? It's um, apart from being a car, it's big. It is big. It's a VW Tiguan, Ooh. or as uh, Kev from Laps Gamer described it, a, a vehicle from International Rescue. In fairness, you sent me you sent me a picture earlier, and I did notice it was parked in front of your old car, um, which looks like a micro machine in comparison. Thank you. Given you had a Mondeo, <laughs> but it essentially, it's just a very complicated way of getting frozen fever and. Olaf's Frozen Adventure and songs from Tangled as we're uh, as we're driving. Is that just so you can have your daughter's nursery rhymes? In that case, it's worth doing. The worst part is is uh, it's a white car, and my daughter came home today. She's three and a half, uh, absolute tears. I had to go out to her on the driveway with my wife who was trying to get in the house, and I went out. I said, "What's wrong, darling?" And she said, 
Daddy, I wanted you to get a blue car. <laughs> I don't like the white one. So well, good luck getting her in that then. <laughs> never, never off the cuff ask your daughter what colour car you think you should have uh, and then take a good offer from the dealership on whatever happens to be in stock. <laughs> <laughs> and on that, not child traumatising at all thought. <laughs> I wanted a blue car. Excellent. Yeah, there we go. So, gotta, um, gotta love her. Oh, I feel like such a failure as a father today. <laughs> All right. Well, that's been fun catching up. Uh, we'll uh, we'll do something uh, more constructive next week, perhaps. Yeah, we'll try and be a little less rambly and unprepared. And um, and yeah, and I think we'll. All right, Snake. Colonel Campbell. What's he want? It's eleven o'clock at night. Master Miller. <laughs> the really worrying thing is I didn't think my phone was in this room so um, <laughs> it's there I, I do I, you know I have oh okay right <laughs> I'm not going to share that with the listeners that your missus <laughs> no <laughs> my childcare for tomorrow that your mum yeah. <laughs> on that note we're definitely going thanks very much Mrs Holt alright <laughs> Thanks, everyone. I am at Codec Moments on Twitter. You can reach us there for anything you want to chip in, anything you've thought about what we've said, or anything you want to correct us on. And Andy is on Facebook under Codec Moments for exactly the same thing, but you get more characters to abuse him with. Right. Thanks very much. We'll uh, we'll speak to you again <laughs> soon. And if you've uh, if there's anything you want us to talk about, then please do suggest. We'd like that. We would. We really would. Thanks very much. All right. Bye. Bye. bye.